Remember you sent me that pic? Yeah, <laughs> I, rem- I remember seeing it and being like, is something off? Like, did she Photoshop herself weird? I was immediately shook. Hello, clowns. I'm Ami. I'm Yu Chen, and we're the hosts of Clown Vibes Podcast. We're just two best friends who get together to laugh and discuss a variety of topics. From all things pop culture to navigating through adulthood as Asian Americans and more with our very own clownsmen, of course. We're so glad to have you here to clown around with us, and we really hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, clowns. Welcome back for another episode. Can you believe that we've recorded five now? I'm pretty impressed and proud of us. I think this was our first milestone that we said we wanted to um, meet, (laughs) and we are doing it. So what's been going on in your world? All right. I have a clown moment of the week. Have you seen the drama caused by No, It's Ashley on TikTok? Do you know who No, It's Ashley is? I didn't until this drama came out. So correct me if I'm wrong, but it's basically a Taylor Swift lookalike who is scary and stalkerish. Honestly, when I saw her on my For You page, I was like, what happened to Taylor Swift? Because she Oh my gosh, I thought she was Taylor. similar. Yeah, I was like, yes. who is this girl? Like, why did Taylor switch her? Like, I just was super confused. Um, yeah. But I don't know much about the Grammy stuff. I was seeing it, but I did not bother to really look into it. Okay, basically at a high level, she announced to her TikTok followers that she partnered with the Grammys and she was like posting videos about it, like all of her, her, like getting her dress and the morning of, and apparently she like flew all the way to LA, spent money on hotel flights and childcare just to have like her contract rescinded right when she landed. And basically she made a series exposing the company. Like she didn't hide anything or like anyone's names. And everyone, well, not everyone, but like a big chunk of maybe Swifties are mm-hmm. on her, like in her comments saying, no, you're psychotic. You're just making this up. But I believe her because she has like receipts of like all the DMs and the timelines and uh-huh. me being a super stalker myself, I decided <laughs> to look this company up. And like the person that she's been coordinating with. And there's no way that you can just make a fake profile on LinkedIn. I do think like LinkedIn is a very credible source for like if this person exists at a specific company. And this like PR firm is legit. And so like everything that she mentions within like the comms with this PR company seems legit their whole perspective is like, we'd love for you to like partner with the Grammys um, in order to like mm-hmm. bring Gen Z Swifties to like watch the show. Don't Gen Z Swifties hate her? Yes. So this PR Which, company is just dumb. <laughs> they Yeah. Th- apparently they have like a set number of like tickets. Mm-hmm. And first of all, they're not like, they're not paying for her flight for her um, like hotel or anything. Like nothing is comped except for the ticket. And the weird thing people are saying is, like, they went back and forth on the contract a lot. And what, like, Ashley was really specific about was that she wanted her husband to walk the red carpet with her. Um, Okay. And they were like, maybe we could make it happen, but maybe not. She's like, okay, if they can't, then can my publicist get, like, a PR pass or a press pass to walk with me? Because she was, like, really nervous about the whole, like, 
red carpet experience. Okay. And she added like this like addendum to her contract, which basically was like, um, I don't want the press to mistake me for being Taylor. And she made this like whole spiel on her TikTok. She's like, I have brown eyes. No one, like I'm not Taylor. Like no one can mistake me for Taylor, which I'm just like, <laughs> everyone mistakes you for Taylor. That's your entire brand. Like, what are you talking about? And she was kind of hinting that like she was scared for her safety. And she's like, I don't want the press to think I'm Taylor, which I'm just like, but you're there. The entire Grammys red carpet situation is for the press. Yeah. Also really wild that she has a publicist. Like anyone in their mom has a publicist these days. (laughs) But also she was trying to like communicate with the PR firm, like through her and her husband, who's like her manager, her acting manager. And I'm just like, you should have just like directed this to PR or to your publicist right away. Her publicist was, like, involved with it and, like, vetted it. Another weird thing is that apparently, like, they did not sign the contract yet. And the first, like, stipulation in the contract was, like, this can be, like, rescinded if, like, any party chooses to. So, Uh like, the contract isn't binding. Very similar to how, like, you can just resend an offer like an employee yeah contract is at will which I think is also very clownish because why is it standard for you to give your employer two weeks notice but when an employer fires you they're not allowed or they don't have to give you a two-week notice clowns yeah but that's a good point yes another clownish moment in this whole Taylor Ashley grammy situation is that she even reached out to like the president of the grammys to like this. and i'm just like who are you to the do president this of the grammys was like what the fuck and he Where was just like we'll from? look into this <laughs> he has nothing to do with the pr company he's like i don't care about one ticket <laughs> yeah but she's like really upset about it and she's been getting a lot of hate for it which I think it just goes to show that Ashley's not very good for Taylor's reputation. And no. another rumor that's like swirling around is Taylor's team got wind that Ashley is going to the Grammys and they intervene and got her ticket retracted. Um, I saw which that like one. Makes sense, yeah. I think, because Taylor wasn't confirmed to attend yet. And when she did, like, Obviously, I don't think like you want to quote unquote Taylor's, even though she's Ashley and everyone supposedly knows she's Ashley. Also, it's probably very creepy for Taylor to have a fake whatever Taylor lookalike there. She's probably at the Grammy that her stalker is right next to her. (laughs) Like, it's not like they're at the like Ripley's Believe It or Not or like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Like, this is a like legit award show mm-hmm. and her stalker is being basically recognized Crazy. for being her stalker like is getting money for being yes. her public stalker <laughs> I really need to look into if she changed her appearance to be Taylor like her struck like facial structure I just wonder if Taylor ever dyes her hair will Ashley dye her oh hair? immediately immediately she can't not at this point yeah why does the publicist or the pr company think that she's good for gen z because isn't she older so what does that have to do with gen z 
Well, one of the like things that they wanted her to do was like make a TikTok and say like, oh, I'm going to the Grammys, calling all Swifties. Like you should do, co- you should like watch and just support Taylor. They were going to do that anyway. Yeah. And also I don't think the hardcore Swifties are Gen Z years. Yeah. True. They're millennial women now. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. Crazy. You know how I've always wanted a twin? <laughs> This is basically it. Taylor has a twin. A it's twin actually freaking hates a twin that like is trying to take over her identity. Oh my gosh, this is like a sci-fi movie. This is like that Avril Lavigne conspiracy. <laughs> yes, Melissa took over for her. Ashley's gunning for Taylor to die, and so that she can take over. <laughs> Lord, that's alarming. Have you been seeing all of the TikToks about Ozempic lately? I have. It went through like a really intense news cycle. I want to say like two or three weeks ago when I think Mm -hmm. everyone was talking about Ozempic, which is odd because when I did a little digging, I think it's been around for a few years, um, but it's gaining like traction just now. And I think like mainly because of the backlash that's coming out around celebrities using Ozempic for weight loss do you know like what ozempic is i do at a very very high level only okay i i do too i mean obviously like i don't take ozempic so this isn't firsthand knowledge but just based on some like preliminary research it's a type 2 diabetes medication that you can get from the pharmacy with a prescription Mm -hmm. um and it came into the u.s around 2019 which is still like a fairly new drug yeah a lot of like people with diabetes and other I think it's used for like other things as well but mainly known Mm -hmm. for type 2 diabetes what's like clownish of this entire situation is that so many people are taking it for weight loss reasons and yeah there are like severe side effects to it And I don't know if you've seen like any of the TikTok videos from people who actually take Ozempic for its like intended reason, but there's like so many scary Mm -hmm. stories about how they have like nausea, like constantly they're like severely vomiting. And of course, like one of the like really major side effects is Mm -hmm. the loss of appetite, which kind of leads into why celebrities are taking it for the weight loss aspect but yes it has been just on my tiktok for a while now and (laughs) like certain celebrities are also associated with ozempic and there's also like different substitutes of like ozempic is i think the main drug but actually a lot of celebrities take the other one i think we go v yes we go v yeah yeah i only heard of it once all of the rumors that celebrities were using it came out and then I started seeing the TikTok videos about everything. I know that there are, there are a lot of people who actually need this drug Definitely. to like stay on the transplant list to like regulate their blood pressure. So this is like a life-changing drug that celebrities and people who are using it for weight loss specifically are essentially abusing and yeah. I've seen like a lot of stuff about how the price of Ozempic has really fluctuated. First, like, mm. fuck this whole, like, pharma thing. Yeah. Like, they are partially responsible for the supply issue of it. Um, Definitely. Because they're probably 
holding like supply back to Mm -hmm. accommodate for demand price fluctuations and then the the clown of like everything in healthcare the insurance companies like yeah (laughs) always I've seen people say like their Ozempic costs 20 bucks or their Ozempic costs like 900 bucks so I it really does like I think depend on your insurance insurance. and also prices right now and then another thing is that these people who really need it have been going to like pharmacy to pharmacy trying to like source different Mm -hmm. or source their Ozempic and they're just like unable to yeah I think the celebrity aspect of everything is a little bit sick they're abusing this drug and also lying about taking it presumably not to get the backlash for stealing this drug essentially from people who actually need it and promoting extremely extremely rapid weight loss by saying hey i worked out i ate well for x amount of time to lose this weight i did not have anything else helping me i think you'll see like chloe is a really good example of what is in for like the body right now and yeah, her body Kim has like, really changed and I think like the Kardashians have done really great work in celebrating women's bodies um I do like feel really bad for Chloe because I think she just like gets so much trash for like the way mm-hmm. her body works and I just like hate that her a big chunk of like who she is is like tied to her body but you'll yeah. see that like she's also lost significant weight which she claims is due to like her workout schedule and her like years of like (laughs) exercise and fitness which she does work I do not deny that she works really hard no totally I mean we've seen that she works out hard I get that but attributing your entire rapid weight loss to just working out when you've been working out for five years and that type of steep weight loss hasn't occurred to me it's pretty crazy that five years into extreme working extremely working out you've all of a sudden lost a bunch of weight you know what I mean yeah and of course like it's rumored okay all of these are rumors (laughs) nothing is credible (laughs) except for except for two I think okay so one is Kim Kardashian um and it's been rumored that she took Ozempic to like fit into her Marilyn Monroe like Met Gala gown. Do you know which like one I'm yeah. talking about? The one where of she's course. literally an hourglass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally the one an where hourglass. if you watched the Kardashians Hulu episode on it, she basically had one week or two weeks to fit into it and ah! was like 10 pounds too heavy or like just too heavy in her first fitting. So they gave her a week or two to basically try to lose the weight and gave her another There's chance to no fit into way. the dress. Yeah, she ended up like actually not even really fitting into the dress. They put like a drape around her back and like clamped it together. There's no way that you can lose 10 pounds within a week or two with just pure exercise. Like, no, even when I'm sick and like vomiting and not eating, I'm losing like five. Yeah. yeah so yeah, 10 yeah. is crazy. And then also just like all the rumors that the Kardashian Jenners, like everyone in that family has taken it, which I'm not surprised if they do it. No. Okay. Another confirmed celebrity is Chelsea Handler. And apparently she like just took it without knowing what the real purpose of Ozempic was and that her like 
anti-aging doctor was just like handing it out to everyone, which first of all, what is an anti-aging doctor? (laughs) (laughs) Also, I do believe her. If my doctor tells me to take something, I'm just taking it. I'm not doing my own research into it. So it tracks that you would just do whatever your doctor says and then later be like, oh, that was uh, not what I wanted. But it's really alarming that he's just like handing it out to everyone. And like Mm -hmm. only select, only like really rich people would be able to afford an anti-aging doctor. Like, come on now. So (laughs) it's definitely affecting the supply for people who actually need it. Yeah. And also recently, Mindy had posted a pic of her looking extremely skinny. Remember you sent me that pic? Yeah, I I remember seeing it and being like, is something off? Like, did she Photoshop herself weird? I was immediately shook by the picture. And then when yeah. it came out later that she apparently has Ozempic parties, I was like, okay, this makes sense. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to that picture because it's the okay. one of her in the white dress. I'm sure like people who are familiar with this storyline have like seen it. Um, but remember you sent it to me and you were like, did she take this in 0.5? Which I also, I also hate 0.5. I think it makes me sad that people want to take pictures in like the 0.5 lens because Mm -hmm. you are really just like distorting your own perception of like your body when you're taking these photos. And when you're posting it, like when celebrities are posting into their like accounts of like millions of thousands of followers, like that's not an accurate depiction of like who you are and then when you claim obviously like we don't know if she took it 0.5 but I know people who do take like a lot of influencers take their photos with like Mm -hmm. 0.5 like that's a whole trend right now when you claim that like it's because of diet and exercise it's just like no it's because iPhone is able to distort what your body looks like (laughs) I forgot that I asked you if it was in 0.5. Honestly, it really looks like it's in 0.5. Yeah, it does because <laughs> she's eerily like distorted from top yeah. to bottom. I almost feel like it's double, like it is kind of in 0.5. Plus, she just had extreme weight loss because her head looks a lot bigger than her body in that picture. I don't know if you've seen this, but she has just been getting like so much hate so much in this past year and I'm really like surprised about it like we really haven't seen a lot of Mindy Kaling hate in a ever if anything I feel like she has been relatively celebrated especially within the Asian community so this is really shocking to me she has gotten hate in the past but it really dies down quickly because there's not there wasn't as much of a pattern of behavior as there is right now, which is why everyone's able to hold on to their anger a little bit more, in my opinion. But why is everyone just talking about her right now? Like, why is she so relevant? I think because a lot of her shows are have come out in the past few months, like Sex Lives of College Girls season two came out in November. Oh, she definitely has like a contract with HBO, I bet, because all her shows yeah. are coming out on HBO. And- and Velma came out, but she has also Netflix because Never Have I Ever. Oh, right. Netflix. Yeah. And just because you have Never Have I Ever and Sex Lives with College Girls with a Indian lead who is obsessed mm-hmm. with like white boys, it really plays into her pattern of 
having Indian lead characters who don't really like their culture and are really rebelling against it and prefer to be like white in a way. I just want to like backtrack and just talk a little bit about the different shows that Mindy has either like produced or been on. So of course she became famous for The Office. Did you ever watch The Office? No, but of course, like everyone I've seen a million. Everyone knows. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows of it. And she plays Kelly Kapoor, who is this Indian girl in the show. um, And she's known for dating this white guy and also like being super boy crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And she was like a writer on the show. I will say Mindy's humor is like top notch. Yes. She's so funny. She's so funny. Um, I think like we need to ground the whole like mini discussion. The fact that she is a comedian yeah. and like comedians are known for saying, for leaning into like racist jokes and like jokes that kind of like make people uncomfy sometimes. Yeah. And so um, especially the office itself, it started like years and years ago and it's so successful because it's so funny. I don't think we can ever replace or like redo the office in a way that it was done the first time around because this humor would not be accepted in like today's society because everyone is a little bit more politically correct Mm -hmm. and that show is the furthest (laughs) from being politically correct but so they like make a lot of racist jokes in general in the office but I guess people didn't really pick up on it because it was her first major tv Mm -hmm. show and like portrayal but kelly is this like person of color who is just really obsessed with this white guy who has absolutely no talent absolutely (laughs) no personality um (laughs) from like the start of the season to the end and there just really is no like character development in probably like both these characters as there was Mm -hmm. in like dwight as there was in angela partially because these aren't like main characters of the show either but I think this was everyone's like first exposure to her. And then mm-hmm. I think like her next major one was the Mindy project. And yep. she also plays like, sh- I think she wrote it, produced it. And she yeah. stars in it, stars in it, which actually like blows my mind that she <laughs> was able to do it. So you watched the Mindy project, right? Yes. What were your thoughts on it? Okay. So I remember thinking it was super funny when I originally watched it until towards the end of the show where like every show it really drops off but I recently rewatched it and while I do think a lot of it is still really funny it like the office has not aged very well mm. do you remember like specific scenes from it that you're just like oof oh I do actually remember a specific scene where she's basically telling her front office staff to stop sending her like immigrant women without insurance I saw like, that she scene. wants rich white women as patients oh to level set if you haven't watched it Mindy is a gyno who works with three other male gynos in the Mindy project and it's about their like office life and then her life in general I, and I think this was the second basically major portrayal of her being pretty much the same type of character extremely boy crazy trying to be, I guess, like a little bit more white, Mm -hmm. distancing herself from being brown, like an Indian American. Were the other OBGYN, like, was there any other person of color major character in the show? 
at some point, Tamara joins the front or she joins as a nurse and she is a black woman, but I don't, it wasn't in season one, I don't think. So it happens later, presumably because they got backlash about not having another or any other person of color as a main character. Yeah, if that was live in 2022, I feel like they would get canceled. Like the show would get canceled immediately. And you said that they were on for like six seasons. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think like, am I missing anyone? But I, no one comes to mind besides her. But I do think she learned from that experience and has grown because all of her latest shows and projects are extremely diverse and have extremely diverse casts. Yeah, it seems like you really enjoyed Never Have I Ever. Um, yes, loved it. And also Sex Lives of College Girls. And between Mindy Project and Never Have I Ever, Sex Lives of College Girls era, she did Four Weddings and a Funeral, which is like a remake of a movie, but it was a four-part series on Hulu, which I love. It's so good. It's so funny. It's pretty wholesome and a very good portrayal Mm -hmm. of a college friend group who is like navigating adult friendships together. Nice. So why are people mad about Never Have I Ever and Sex Lives of College Girls? Specifically like mad at Mindy. Yeah. I feel like in general, the show is still, the shows are still celebrated. Yeah. I honestly really like both shows. I think that people are still mad because it's still playing into her one obsession with white boys to her creating characters that don't like their culture and are actively trying to distance themselves from it. I think in Never Have I Ever, she did a pretty good job with Davy's character development to where in later seasons, she does grow and mm-hmm. not as like, I don't like doing Indian things and is more down with it. She even dates a brown boy in this last season, which I thought was fun and portrayed a lot of like brown mom and son dynamics that are pretty Ooh, common. That's yeah. always very interesting. Yeah. So I love Never Have I Ever and I think Baby is a great character. Bella, on the other hand, in Sex Lives of College Girls, got way worse in season two. They really doubled down on how self-absorbed and like immature she was rather Mm -hmm. than giving her any growth at all, which I did not appreciate. And I don't think is even really realistic for you to get worse for no apparent reason. The show's not over yet, right? No, yeah, yeah. She has like a redemption arc. I'm sure she will because everyone's pretty upset about how ridiculous it got. And also Mindy's not like the only one that's like approving everything. Of course, she has like a say in all these like show choices, but there are other people out here that are like making these decisions as well. Um, Yeah. Okay. And then the most recent um, show that Mindy has produced is Velma, which is slightly different from all the shows that other shows Mm -hmm. that she's produced because this is like a cartoon show based off of like the lore of another cartoon that is so near and dear to so many people's hearts. Um, And I actually watched one episode of it recently and I have a lot of thoughts. I think. Wait, to back up really quick. She did not write this show and she's only an executive producer and in the show. So it's different than her other ones where she's actually written the characters. 
mm-hmm. to level set Velma a little bit more. Yeah. Um, first of all, I don't think I've seen a lot of positive things about Velma. Have you? Agreed. No, I have not at all. Which is really disappointing because I feel like having a origin story for Velma, which is like what this show should be about, um, mm-hmm. is actually like a really great idea. Um, there hasn't been a lot of really great Scooby-Doo content in a really long time. And I don't know if you, Agreed. did you ever watch the live action movies? Yeah, of- I did. <laughs> they're just so bad. <laughs> actually yeah, so, so bad. But I love watching them. I think they're, they're like, yeah, funny, everyone but- loves yeah. the characters. And I think like what the show really kind of took away is the love that people had for the characters like they really put like a 2023 spin on these characters and really played into some really negative stereotypes for these characters Uh. like fred is a guy that's like obsessed with himself and also the show is like very um adult swim like like it's very raunchy and sexualized which is weird because this show at its core is not like a sexualized like the car these cartoons are not sexualized and I was just like am I about to watch some like cartoon porn or something (laughs) and aren't they in high school yes so it's like heavily sexualized I think it's like an okay concept if you're gonna use like other cartoon characters but Mm -hmm. the concept of like the Scooby-Doo characters is just weird to like sexualize in my opinion and the people who are watching it are people who grew up watching the show yeah okay and so I think what people have beef with Mindy about is of course like Velma is brown and she's also the only character in the show or the major character in the show that's brown so far um and she's basically portrayed as like the frumpy overweight not popular Mm. kid in school Mm -hmm. and then she like there's this one scene at the beginning of the episode where they're like oh are you like insecure about the amount of hair that you have on your body which is just like uh these are very very played into yeah character moments that reminds me they do that and never have I ever too with baby in season one she's like super unpopular they call their group the UN which is like unfuckable nerds like oh god in high school yeah so that tracks and what's also really disappointing is of course Velma is obsessed with Fred there's nothing good about Fred yeah and the fact that like she's throwing herself for Fred of course, this is episode one, so maybe there's, like, a lot of character development, but it's also just, yeah. like, can't you just, like, have more self-awareness or, like, awareness for who Fred really is? Mm-hmm. I also find it weird. So there's this new character that they introduce called Norville, and he is also a person of color, but okay. he looks weirdly, like, shaggy. Like, I was just like, whoa, is this shaggy or is this, like, a new <laughs> character? Norville yeah. does seem a little bit more self-aware. Okay. Um, and he also has, like, a crush on Velma, which is really nice. But mm. Velma just, like, really brushes it off. Like, she is, like, yeah. so into Fred right now. So I'm, like, interested to see how this plays out. I don't know if I'm going to watch it again because the raunchiness is just, like, really irks me in the wrong yeah. way. Like, it gives me an ick. I'm just, like, I don't want to yeah, watch yeah, yeah. these, like, childhood characters go through puberty and, like, the worst <laughs> Like I went through it myself and it was like traumatizing enough. So don't want to witness this. Um, And they just like have a lot of stereotypes in the show. That's just like 
I don't know if this is tasteful or not. Like Daphne was adopted by this lesbian couple and they kind of make like lesbian couple jokes too. And so I don't know if they're just like trying to be too like in the real like 2023 world right now or what, but there's definitely like so many stereotypes that they're like trying to address. And it just seems like the wrong characters to use this like platform for like, just to go back to my main point, Scooby-Doo is like the characters are just so loved that it's like Mm -hmm. you're kind of tainting these characters I'd rather you take this concept and just do it with the whole a batch of like new characters yeah yeah yeah. interesting I think the writers while Mindy's not a writer on the show really were inspired by her other work to develop Mm -hmm. her character as Velma and while it seems really like this is her lived experience so that's in a way fine like you're portraying your lived experience onto all of these characters you are hearing the feedback live from every show and you could have pushed back a little bit on this one to kind of remove some of the heavy stereotypes that have already been portrayed in your other shows I I do think that there's going to be a lot of development for Velma I think episode one Mm -hmm. just like set her up for some like really poor like character personality traits um so we'll see which I think is like why it was really disappointing for the viewers in general um I think there is some opportunity for the producers to like really redeem themselves in this show I actually might watch the show we'll see yeah okay so as like a brown American girl who grew up like watching a lot of Mindy content Mm-hmm. What is like your perspective on the hate that she's getting right now? I think everyone's critiques of the show and of the personalities of her brown characters are fair. I do think that they really play into the stereotypes that she has observed and felt, I guess. Overall, I do really like Mindy. I think one, she's employing a bunch of people of color and giving mm-hmm so many people their start in acting yeah and you know it is her lived experience like what do you want her to do pull from other people like go interview other people to then write to their experience that's really difficult she's doing what she knows it's working she's getting paid a bunch of money to keep producing kind of rinse and repeat the same characters at different ages so whatever it's employing brown people it's funny I still enjoy it, even though it is playing into these stereotypes. I think it's really funny. I wholeheartedly love Never Have I Ever. I think they do a great Mm -hmm. job of character development, and I really appreciate that they do that. So in my mind, she's learning a bit because she did have Baby go through a lot of growth. Yeah, I think like a lot of it is how society plays into this as well, like like on social media, we're very forth. I think the Asian American community is like very forthcoming about like changes that needs to be made in mm-hmm. media these days. But back then, like even five years ago, this really wasn't talked about. Yeah. And a lot of the like shows that were out, like Fresh Off the Boat, for example, I don't know if you watched it, mm-hmm. but I don't Mm-mm. think it. I don't think it aged well either. And back then, yeah. it was like super celebrated. And so I think it just takes years. Mm -hmm. It will take a while for 
us to like get to the right amount of like Asian representation in media. Uh, I think we're in like a growing pain point. Agreed. I want to go back to the point I made that she is first and foremost a comedian and comedians mm-hmm. like play into stereotypes a lot. Yeah. Like very similar to Jackie Chan's earlier films, which also have not aged yeah. well. Um, Kevin Hart, I think I saw someone say like Mindy was like the Asian Tyler Perry. And <laughs> I find that like <laughs> so true. But I think like every group in like the POC community has mm-hmm. this like similar experience Definitely. and we're all struggling with this. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. You can follow us on all social media at Clown Vibes Podcast or email us at clownvibespodcast at gmail.com. And if you enjoy our show and want to support us, please like, subscribe, and give us a rating and review. That's it for today. Bye, Bye clowns. clowns.